and welcome to another episode, a New Year's episode 2022 of Where's My Freaking Dressing Room, a podcast where we discuss the world of classical music and what things are really like backstage. My name's Helen. And I'm Alex. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Yeah. And today we thought we'd go crazy because it's 2022 now and combine two topics in one episode. Ooh, fun. Oh, double Doesn't trouble. Fun. So today we thought we'd begin our episode with talking about the seasonal nature of singing as a career. As we all know, there are pretty set times of the year which are super busy. Uh, like Christmas and summer, for example, with summer contracts and everything. And then there are those set times in the year which are incredibly empty also, which are my favourite times. For example, January. Happy January, everybody. Yeah, Hope you're feeling great. January. <laughs> this is an empty time, isn't it, everyone? So listen up. Yeah, so you know, firstly, we'd like to talk about, you know, how do we deal with those periods which are super busy and those absolutely dead times? You know, how can we find a balance so that both busy and non-busy periods are enjoyable and productive mm. rather than hectic or stressful or, you know, really driving us down. Then we'll have a chat about the idea of once we accept that our career is seasonal, then we can we can make it work to our advantage. You know, we can we can ensure that while we're busy, we're not too busy. And during our off times, we can use it in a good way, which is productive and helping us through. Then, for the second part of the episode, we would like to talk about January self-care. Yay! How do we manage these post-Christmas and New Year blues that we're all sitting in now? Yay! Um, yeah, we'd like to just share some of our thoughts for how to keep upbeat during this time in January, uh, as it can be very depressing. You know, why not... And, you know, for example, let's carry on our Christmas cheer. Let's let that spill over for a bit. Uh, let's enjoy spending time doing the things that we don't have time normally to do. January can be so cold and bleak and depressing. So, you know, don't worry if all you want to do is cocoon yourself up and watch bad TV or whatever. And and lastly, you know, maybe maybe think about using this off time to think about what you want for yourself over the coming year you know, not not goals or resolutions or anything like that. Just thinking like, huh, okay, maybe maybe I'll have a go at this, you know, some mindful visualization and manifestation, yeah. maybe. I don't know, anything like that. Anyway, without further ado, should we jump back into seasonality, Helen? So we're gonna start off today by talking about the seasonal nature of, in particular, the singing career, um, as Alex rightly mentioned, I think for a lot of singers, the work kind of peaks and troughs at very particular times of year. So for lots and lots of singers, Christmas is an incredibly busy period of time with carol services, with concerts, performances, galas, all that kind of stuff. And then moving away from Christmas, for some singers, Easter is also a really, really busy time. And then you know, depending on the kind of vocal work that you do for lots and lots of singers, the summer is a really, really busy time, particularly if you're getting in the UK, those summer opera contracts. So we've got kind of three points there in the year where we know that like singing is really kind of ramping up and, and hitting its peak. But for most other careers, if we look at it in comparison, they just kind of 
run almost non-stop do you know what I mean it's like they have uh you know I'm just thinking of like say an office job for example you have maybe two weeks of holiday that you're able to take but then aside from that yeah we'll see you nine till five Monday to Friday come rain come shine come whatever and I think sometimes it can be quite hard for us uh in the in the singing industry in the creative industries to reconcile the fact that our careers are really really different to those that do the kind of Monday to Friday, nine to five. And I think because we are all often quite used to comparing and contrasting, we can get into a slightly bad habit of being like, oh my God, you know, I have so much work on and like, look at that person who's just doing their solid nine to five. God, I really, really want that. Or like, oh my God, I have nothing. (laughs) And like, look at the, look at the stasis and calm that that, you know, kind of, as I say, nine to five contract has. And I think, one of the big questions we're asking here is like, how do you find kind of peace with the seasonality of the career? How do you find a sense of balance? And I think that's something we wanted to kind of bring up because actually I found in some of the conversations I was having during last year, like we were talking about the seasonal nature of this career, but also the fact that it's never really mentioned, is it? Like the fact that work comes in big peaks and troughs. I agree. Uh, And it's, I've always found it quite funny, you know, <laughs> talking to lawyer friends or something. I'm like, yeah, we could have lunch maybe on a Tuesday. They're like, no, I'm I'm actually at work. <laughs> it's like, okay, I forgot. Sorry, lol. Uh, and they're like, yeah, it must be it must be so easy for you. You know, you can you can just do whatever you want. It's like, yeah, but I'm working on Saturday and Sunday, so <laughs> it's not easy all the time, is it? Oh my gosh, no. It's 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 sort of reconciling it isn't it and making sure that you know being happy being happy to have those times off and allowing Mm. yourself to not compare yourself to people with real full-time jobs sorry not real jobs I mean real jobs oh my god (laughs) shut up Alex yeah (laughs) we're not real jobs not real jobs but real jobs but not real jobs oh my god (laughs) this is something I was mentioning just before we recorded this episode like when we go through the education system, be that, you know, school or university or whatever, a lot of it does kind of uh, focus your attention towards quite um, specific career paths. So really the idea of moving into like a creative industry or whatever, it isn't really something that you're kind of highly encouraged to do, are you? Particularly at the moment with all like the STEM subjects and whatever, you know, it's like get your science, get your maths, whatever. But like for for those careers, it really is, you're going to be walking into a nine to five, Monday to Friday job. And again, depending on the nature of the career that you choose, for lots of them, they'll be working as part of companies, i.e. they'll have an employer, they'll have a team surrounding them, all those kinds of things. Whereas you know, if you choose to go down the freelance route, if you choose to go down the creative freelance route, you are kind of your own colleague, your own manager, your own, you know, employee, you are this one person show. And so I think when the work gets busy, I think for so many of us, that's an incredible feeling because, you know, we're often chasing that desire to be working, to be, you know, making good, good progress to be enjoying those experiences to be improving as a as a singer and an artist whatever but alongside like that you you then have these like off periods yeah 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 that's that's nice so like it's like on season off season and so when you're during your off season how 
do you stop yourself from getting into a bit of a funk, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I think, don't know about you, Alex, I definitely think it's something we've had to kind of really think about, particularly over the last two years with the coronavirus crisis, you know? Is it two years? I really can't remember anymore, but let's say 18 months. But certainly last January, when we all kind of just went into a big lockdown period, you have to kind of think about ways of using this time as constructively as you can so that when it eventually comes back into a really, really busy period of time, you've used that off time in a way that is is beneficial to you and, and helpful to you. And I think when you start to put yourself in the position of like accepting and knowing that you have on time and off time, you're able to then actually use both to like a much better better extent. Well, exactly. And I think, you know, we've spoken about this before, haven't we? The idea of, you know, scheduling, um, using, you know, making sure that you're, you're not just slumped during your off time and, and like doing nothing. Yeah, of course, you need to recuperate and rest. And however you do that, you know, maybe you're, you do need to like sleep until midday for a couple of days just to like reset your system. Um, but, you know, making sure that if you need some structure, then impose some structure upon yourself so that you can still keep getting things done and prepare as much as possible so that when the busy periods hit again, you can, you know, hit the ground running rather than sort of, I don't know, falling into them a little bit and not not having, you know, use, use the time as like a grand warm up for when everything yeah. begins again, almost. I don't know. That's how I view them anyway. So that they don't feel, yes, they're off season in the sense that I'm not a star on stage, uh, but <laughs> that it's very much an on season in the in the personal matters that I have to attend to and all the backstage stuff that I have to do before. Yeah, I yeah I before I can showcase more. myself. This kind of career where you're performing or training to perform, it's like the off season really needs to be the season in which you are, as you say, addressing your personal development because when you get to on season there there isn't time there isn't time and space because you're in your concerts in your rehearsals in your shows whatever and that isn't the place to be you know making the technical progress you want to make or or making the physical progress that you feel you need to do so actually you know finding a way to embrace the off season and be like oh yes right okay now I can you know maybe fix that kind of issue I'm having with my in-breath or now I can like you know help find my center of gravity a bit better because let's be honest like those are the things that need they need downtime actually they need a bit of quiet time they need a place where you can take a few days just to focus inwards deal with that issue yourself and then develop it build it and get it ready so yeah as you say when you come back to off season you can hit the ground running and, and be even better than you were before This is a call for Helen Daniels to costuming. Once again, this is a call for Helen Daniels to costuming. Okay, great. So yeah, this next one about, I think we've sort of touched on it already, as you said, you know, making sure that neither the on or the off season times, as we're calling them, have a negative impact on the other. So for example, you know, if you push yourself so much um, from job to job to job, that when you get to your downtime, you're just dead. And, you know, you, you <laughs> physically Woo-hoo. dead. Yeah, you say you have a week off. 
uh, and it means that I don't know. You have after the first day you get ill because you've, your、oh, body、yeah. is winding down,、uh, and because you're ill, you can't really recover properly, and you can't, you know, mentally, physically, you can't really do anything. And then, you know, at the end of the week and the end of your time, it's like right back to it again. Next job, next contract. It's like, well, you've ruined that for yourself, haven't you? Ha、uh-huh, ha, that's your own fault. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta find a way <laughs> so that. One isn't having a negative impact on the other, essentially.、Um, and I know someone I know who's very close to me.、Uh, it's fine; he doesn't <laughs> bother to listen to this podcast. Haha. <laughs>、uh, so I can talk about him. He 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 gives himself way too much work during the、mm. on time. So you know he has two contracts, sort of back to back, slightly overlapping as well. So he knows that he's got to focus on both at once. But then even on a day off, he will pack in tutoring. Or packing、mm. something, or you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. So literally, he has I don't know a month and a half, two months without a single day off, and it's like, well, that's dumb, isn't it? I have so <laughs> little compassion or pity for you because <laughs> you have done this to yourself, and I know that you know you just want to fit in everything at once, but it's not sustainable in any way.、Mm-mm. And yes,、yeah. he runs himself into the ground and. Yes, it's a nightmare. So, <laughs> don't do that, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll talk about you on the podcast as well. Wise <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah, in a in a similar sense, actually, somebody that I know, the Christmas period just gone,、um, chose to take on like. Numerous different projects, and you can completely understand why. You know, it's like we're back, singing is back. So if I can do this show、uh, in this city and this show in this city alongside studying and teaching and、um, you know everything else,、um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I can do it all. And honestly, as the days went by, you could just see this person getting almost like. Paler and paler in the face, and、um, you know, there's part of you that becomes genuinely like a bit concerned because you're like, you're really, you're you're running yourself into the ground, you know, and it's it's you know it, but you also feel that you've. Committed to seven projects, and you don't feel you can kind of step away from any single one of those. So essentially, it's a race against time. Are you going to make it to Christmas or not? And that, and that's that kind of, as you say, you know, the on period is so exciting, but we have to know our limitations, literally, just as physical human beings. Because I think often, and kind of what you were describing there, Alex, is that idea of like we look at our schedule and we see like an empty hour, and we just think, can fill that. Oh, somebody needs a lesson. Can fill that. Can make it happen. But actually, we're not thinking about like the mental effort that takes, the physical effort that takes, the organisational effort that takes, and all of those things as they build and build and build and build during like an on season.、Um, you know, if you're not careful about how you balance it, yeah, you can push yourself really, really close to like a, a burnout, and、uh, that's not really what I believe an on season. Should be, you know, just chaotically running around from A to B to C. Because, okay, so that's the on season. What do you then do in the off season? How do you kind of look back and reflect on that period of time? Aside from, I took on too much work, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, I this is so like finger pointing, isn't it? But I love it. Um, it's. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm not pointing fingers at anybody.、You、oh, are, sorry, I have so many、point. fingers to point at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's often the same people who who have such crazy on times and then die during the off times, 
don't have even the time to reflect, don't bother taking the time to reflect and do the same thing on repeat. Mm -hmm. So it's like a never ending cycle of Mm -hmm. just chaos, confusion, madness and delusion. You know, oh, well done. That was really nice. Well done, mate. That was nice. Oh my God. Can we put that as a little theme tune? (laughs) Yeah. Chaos, confusion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you've made your schedule so busy, you don't have like the mental clarity to assess what is happening around you. And like, yeah, as you say, in an ideal world, you've kind of gone through your on period. Yes, you've been busy, but not too busy. And then when you get to the off period, you're then able to go like, okay, what worked? What didn't? What was I really pleased with? What wasn't? And like, what am I going to prepare for the next on, you know, busy on period? But yeah, if it's just like, go, 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 go. When you get to that off period, as you say, it just becomes like, oh my God, my body needs so much sleep. It cannot cope. And it's almost like you spend the entire off period just not in a dirge, but like you're 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 really having to do extra care, extra care work for your body because you've worked it far, far too hard. And um of course that's incredibly important because you need to get it back to a place where you can, you know, get working again. However, wouldn't it be nice if you weren't in that position in the first place, perhaps, you know? Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if you could enjoy your off time as well? You know, yes. use it. I, I actually, that's something that's, that's you know, we've spoken a lot about, you know, post audition, finding a time, mm. I don't know, a day, two days, three days later to analyse the whole day and see and try to look objectively how everything went and what you could do differently. So taking the time to do that in your off time for your on time is a, yeah, that's such a great shout, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Being able to do that and, yeah, and we've said so many times, Helen loves this, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, You you wouldn't sprint a marathon now, no, would you? (laughs) Ha, 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 no. Impossible. You'd you'd collapse. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what many people do. I don't know, like, whoever you are out there listening, maybe you recognize the different types of people in yourself. Like, are you the person that completely jam-packs your on-season and then really struggles in the off-season because you're completely exhausted, you have no energy, but you're also panicking because you're like, what if I never get to work as much again? You know, that kind of thing. Or are you the kind of person that... I don't know, takes takes their on season a, a bit more steadily, leaves time in their off season to to kind of focus on other interests or are you the kind of person that doesn't even see seasonality in this career? Are you somebody that kind of, you know, we've talked in the past about the portfolio career. Maybe you're the kind of person that uses the on season of singing to do all their singing work and then in that off period they get cracking on their, I don't know, uh, administrative portfolio or sound editing or designing, whatever that might be. But as we're talking about this idea of on season and off season, you know, where do you fit in that? Do you, are you happy with how you kind of use your on season and off season time? Or do you think there are perhaps things that maybe you could do slightly differently that you want to do slightly differently? And yeah, you know, as, as you kind of roll into 2022 you know how are you going to think about those those kind of seasonal ups and downs in the in the year Ah, i'm changing so should we now move on to our second topic for this episode wow madness yeah Uh, so our little january self-care package oh my uh, god i love it yeah it's 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 that funny time isn't it it's so great it's so dark Mm. it's so bleak and depressing i love it what do what do you do, Helen, to sort of try and 
make this uh, a nice time rather than, I don't know, miserable. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we had some ideas that we wanted to share. And actually, one of them that we wanted to kind of bring up throws back to our really fabulous episode with Sam Cobb, um, which we released uh, just before Christmas. And Sam kind of talked about using that period in January to kind of have that quality time with family and to do the things that actually she isn't able to do uh, in those busier periods of the year because she's off singing here, there and everywhere and, and doing all the various things that make up her career. So she kind of sees January as this time to to hang out with her mom and you know she talked to us about making marmalade and listening to various like radio programs and for me I just thought that was such a brilliant and heartwarming idea and so something I'm quite keen on maybe this year maybe in the future when I'm back in the UK properly but like using January as a period of time to almost let that kind of Christmas cheer spill over so maybe I don't mean cheer but like you know during December everybody just kind of goes out for a little glue vine and a Mm. a catch-up and you know yeah having a nice time and okay it might be dark but there are some beautiful golden lights outside and you know you're all kind of wrapped up in your scarf and your hat and there's a real sweetness about that that makes December so wonderful and I think why why does it have to start with Christmas why can't we have that really nice sweet cozy feeling in January too so maybe it's yeah going to the pub for a really nice glass of red wine you're all wrapped up in a sweet little jumper and you're just hanging out with some some good friends by a beautiful you know open fire that Mm. that to me these are the things that often make me think of Christmas and yet as soon as it becomes January I'm like no it's yeah, we can't now. do it. We can't enjoy ourselves. Yeah. I really want you to be that person also that has like a blow up Santa all year round. <laughs> Just like <laughs> late February, you're like, no guys, like he's still coming tomorrow. Like make oh sure you're God. in bed yeah, by midnight. Christmas is still here. Please. <laughs> Rudolph is so alive still. Yeah. <laughs> but like we we take the time to treat ourselves throughout exactly. December because it's December. And yet we seem to just start punishing ourselves like in January because it's the new year. And actually, for me, that makes no sense because I find January so, so much harder to get through than December. So, yeah, that's a big one for me is I'm going to be trying to take a little bit of Xmas cheer into my uh, January, you know treating myself doing nice things how about you alex i don't know what do i I just like to wallow no joking i never do that (laughs) you know it is downtime and allowing myself you know giving myself the opportunity to have that downtime and not think you know you know (laughs) i love mondays because it's like what what are you going to achieve this week so like january is like a constant monday for me because it's like what are we going to achieve this year And it's like, no, I'm just going to take this time to do little, you know, and enjoy doing very little. Uh, I can, I can spend time watching TV. I can lie in. I can, I don't know, have a little bit too much wine and maybe not have... Girl. (laughs) 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 And then, you know, I don't need to... A little too much wine. God, I'm such a loser, aren't I? So no. <laughs> you know, I don't need to worry about having a non-productive next day. Who cares? Yeah. Like no yeah. one does. Uh, yeah, I. That's what. That's what I'm going to do this January. That. That's. I think I, that's I nice. And also, it chimes in with kind of again something I struggle with, like 
Winter, as an actual season, kind of properly gets going in December and it only really stops in February. However, we only really let ourselves kind of, as I say, enjoy that kind of winter period throughout December. And when we get into January, there's such an attitude of like, right guys, back to work, back to hitting targets, back to exercising all the time, back to doing life, blam, 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 blam. But actually it's like, we've still got a whole month, quite a long month, Mm. might I add. It's a long month of, of winter to go. So as you say, like, why not kind of enjoy that down period? And you know, I'm thinking about it now when like it's flipping four in the afternoon. It's practically pitch black here. (laughs) (laughs) But like we are mammals, we are animals. And like for most mammals at this period, you would hibernate. And yes, okay, capitalism sucks. But like, you know, we got to, we got to keep, you know, making, making the big man happy and making the money and paying rent and paying bills and blah, blah, blah. But I, I I think it's crazy to expect the same kind of natural physical energy to just want to get up and go all the time when it is so dark. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I know you've got your funny little sun My lamp. My sad lamp, thing. I love it so much. But, but that. A sad <laughs> lamp for a sad boy. <laughs> I'm just tricking myself. And maybe, maybe that's the wrong yeah. thing to do. Maybe at 6 a.m., I don't need to put my sad lamp on like full. <laughs> Are you serious? Is that what you do? Uh, I'm you maybe fucking exaggerating do, by like five minutes. <laughs> oh my God. But no, I, I think it's good to like, I, I, I think that's a really good form of self-care actually, like having something like a sad lamp to kind of help because when it is so dark, it, who has the desire to get up and do their 6am run and then, you know, go into work for seven and work until 8pm and whatever else it is that you do in January that's depressing. So yeah, I think particularly, you know, surely this is one point where we can actually like really embrace and enjoy the seasonal nature of our career. Like the fact that January is quite a big period of downtime, but also like January is a, a, a tough time to get through. So do a bit less, sleep a bit more, enjoy the coziness, the comfort, the warmth, you know, why not? So if you can, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's a bit like, you know, uh, when we spoke about how, you know, dealing with rejection, it's like, just let yourself have the time and not that January is the month of rejection. I'm not saying that at all, but it's like, just give yourself the time (laughs) to, to enjoy having time to yourself and not needing to do things. And then, you yeah. know, then you can start picking up again when, when you really need to. But, like, have some downtime because it's going to be short-lived. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Seasonality, babies. This is a call for Alex Simpson, two wigs and makeup. Once again, this is a call for Alex Simpson, two wigs and makeup. And then I think our other kind of little bit of January self-care advice and our little self-care package. So we've said... You know, let that Christmas cheer spill over into January if you can. Let yourself do a little bit less if you can. But also, I think something Alex and I are enjoying exploring and and the ideas that we like are this kind of... I don't want to say it because it's such a buzzword of the moment, but like manifesting. (laughs) (laughs) But like manifesting and also visualising. So... What we're going to talk about here is not uh, that idea of set those New Year's resolutions. We're not saying set those goals, set those targets, blam, blam, blam. I mean, if that's something you want to do, then absolutely go right on ahead. I think that's that's great. But perhaps like January is the time where you can 
look back, assess, and then look forward. And I think something I've been trying to do recently, particularly with like such a big shift in my life is like, it's made me think in a year's time, like, where do I want to be? And what does that look like? And that's all actually, that's all I'm doing. I'm not doing much more than that. You know, I'll sit and I'll have a think and I'll maybe jot some ideas down. But then as I go through the coming weeks, I'll come back to those ideas. So like, say, uh, say I'm looking at Audition Oracle, for example, and I'm looking at the different options of things that I could apply for. I'm now thinking about that, you know, me in a year's time. And I'm like, do I want to, do I want to have like, done that or does that kind of align with the idea that I was coming up with for me in one year's time or two years time or whatever and actually um I've been finding that as quite a a helpful little tool to help me make decisions Mm -hmm. and um I find the easiest time for me to visualize and kind of manifest is when I have a little bit of downtime because my head is clear enough that I can be like okay you know, what do I want? And if I'm honest, like that isn't just in a career sense for me. It's like my life as a whole, like, what do I want next? Like, what are the next things I'm I'm looking for and, and how might I go about getting those? And I, you know, I'm talking about this from a fairly fresh perspective, but something that I do know is Alex loves to think about five years ahead oh, 10 boy. years ahead what years is ahead. like 95 yeah. <laughs> year old me gonna say when he looks back at this decision or whatever so yeah I, yep. this is something you're you're quite okay with I love it yes I love it <laughs> I think well it's that idea that you know um obviously as freelancers and singers we can uh we can end up sort of being tossed from one job to the next sort of kind of randomly because you think gosh well I've just got to, I've got to apply for whatever comes up because I don't know if I'll have this opportunity again and and if I get it I've got to say yes because ah then I'll have a period with no work and how will I pay the rent it's like okay well did you stop and think oh well I was actually hoping to be in Europe let's say next year and this job ties me in I don't know, deepest, darkest Worcestershire or wherever that is. Um, so, <laughs> so maybe cut wherever that is. Oh, well, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, does that fit in with where you want to be? Or, for example, you know, you're trying to take your voice in a different direction. Do you want to do more uh, contemporary or collaborative work where you're really creating your own drama and you're part of the creative process? Or do you want to work for a bigger company and just be a... Uh, a little cog in part of the machine which you know it's great as well so don't let yourself be thrown around and tossed from one thing to the other but steer your career in the direction in which you want it to go because it's so much more rewarding it's so much fun and yeah this is the time to just not set specific tasks or I don't know opera houses or groups or conductors that you want to sing for or with but just thinking ah I kind of just like to be going in that direction by August of this year for example Uh, and even thinking about that I think then uh, you know when you're looking at Audition Oracle you'll start filtering out what's good and what's bad for you rather than thinking Mm -hmm gosh, well, 25 potential jobs have come up, so I'm going to apply for all of them. Yeah! (laughs) It's like, there's just no need, is there? And what's the point of that? 
so just having a vague idea is really nice. Yeah. I think what's nice about actually like the whole visualization idea is um, it's not like you're beating yourself over the head with like, I said I would do this and like, why have I not done it yet? There's something a bit more, um, I feel positive when I do it and there's something quite like affirming about it because it's like you see yourself in this scenario or, or whatever. It's the same thing as like, you know, if you do like a visualization before an audition, isn't it? Like the <laughs> idea of you see it going well and you're like, oh, that's actually like, a possibility you know that this could really like <laughs> joke never happens but <laughs> yeah the idea that it is an actual possibility that you could have this positive audition in the same way that this actually could be a possibility that i want to i don't know live in this country or in this house or with this pet or whatever and um yeah i think that's why we wanted to kind of suggest it as part of our like january self-care package because alongside you know suggesting some ideas to kind of treat yourself and take care of yourself and let that pace of life slow down i think visualizing is also a really nice way of kind of looking ahead a little bit and kind of thinking to yourself well you know as i start to prepare for maybe the next on season how am i doing that you know what are the things that are coming up how are they going to align with my ideas and values and um yeah it's, i think it's a really almost like a gentle way of doing it it's not like strict it's not you know uh, resolution bound it's more of just uh see what comes out your head like if I say to you where you where do you want to be in a year's time like could you even answer you know could one even one even answer that question exactly. could you listener answer that question <laughs> but but that's the thing isn't it you know with um I keep wanting to say real jobs with normal jobs 95 jobs there's a very, there's often a very clear ladder that you climb so it's like well, if you haven't got to the next stage in that company in five years' time, maybe you're doing something wrong and you should leave that company yeah. in disgrace. You know, uh, there's a very yeah. clear <laughs> progression and then you'll be CEO and you'll take over the world and that's absolutely great. Yeah, what am I trying to say? That it's just very clear. You don't really need to stop and think and yeah. control it necessarily. Whereas, yeah, we really do, I think. It's important. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've, got to, we've got to take that control. All cast, all cast, this is your five-minute call. Repeat, all cast, all cast, this is your five-minute call. Alrighty, well, I think that's about enough from us for our January 2022 starter episode. So we've talked a little bit there about the seasonal nature of the career as singers and creatives, but we also wanted to offer you a little mini January self-care package, some ideas on how to keep yourself motivated and positive to how like you might want to take care of yourself, but also like how you might want to start looking ahead and, and planning for the future. As ever, we really want to hear from you guys. How do you feel about the seasonal nature of the singing career? Do you think we're just talking rubbish? Like, do you not even think it's a seasonal thing at all? And you just, you're absolutely <laughs> flabbergasted by our opinions. Um, or do you have some ideas on a little January self-care package that you want to share with us here? How can they get in touch, Alex? Uh, I think by email is the best, personally. And uh, the email address is wheresmyfreakingdressingroom at gmail.com. We also, of course, have our contact form on our website, which is www.wheresmyfreakingdressingroom.com. <sighs> what else, Helen? We also have social media. Hit us up on Twitter at dressingroompo one uh, on Facebook forward slash dressing room pod or on Instagram at dressing room pod. Remember to like and subscribe. Give us a nice five star review. Thanks very much. That's everything.
Yeah. You bet it's everything. Um, we've got loads of exciting episodes coming this year. So watch this space and we'll catch you again soon. Goodbye. Bye. Chaos, confusion, madness, and delusion. Chaos, confusion. Woo! Chaos, confusion. Woo! <laughs>